There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your setting. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 46 of Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi channel. I'm Sean, Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing episodes 5 and 6 of Van Helsing. Hmm, and a fun little fact that you decided to dig up for us, Steve. Yes, the ratings held fairly steady. Uh, Episode 5 was... uh, 0.61 0.61 million viewers and episode 6 ticked up to 0.64, but episode 6 was directed by the one, the only, Amanda Tappy. Yay, Amanda Tappy! And she'll be directing episode 7 as well. Is she? Yes. I do like her. I do too. All the way back. I feel <laughs> like Stargate. saying it all the way back <laughs> is weird because it, it wasn't that long ago, but it kind of was. Yeah, seeing that the series ran for 10 years. No, it's just weird to say that, though, because it doesn't seem like it was that long ago. But oh, It's been 15 years easy. Hey, I'll tell you, though, when I'm on, I'm listening to Sirius XM in my car, and I flip on the 90s station, I'm like, oh, I love this song. I'm like, holy crap, how long ago was this? <laughs> so, yeah, it, it all kind of runs together. Yeah. Kind of like how my days do at work. But anyway, so Steve and I have been watching this, obviously. You figured that part out. Let's hope so. We are really enjoying it because it's kicking up each episode. Yes. And I think that's huge. And I'm really excited that the the ratings are holding steady. Although I still feel like sci-fi gives more of a shot to their shows than some other Other network? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We like you, Fox. Just not when you messed up Constantine. But whatever. And almost human. But I'm not bitter. (laughs) Not at all. They've had really good shows, and I am just looking forward to more and more. And they are showing us the previews now for uh, Expanse. They're just little trickles coming out, and a little bit with magicians. Yes, those previews look awesome. So keep up the good work, sci-fi, and hopefully somebody is listening or knows somebody that you can pass us on to to help us get some of these people to come on the show and talk to us about it, because, oh my god. Although I did get a chance to get on a conference call with the director of Channel Zero Candle Cove. So that was pretty cool. He seems like a really awesome guy. And we got a whole lot more because that was already approved for another season. So sci-fi is really bringing it lately and it's making me really happy and like nervous with all these new shows. It's like, how are we going to cover them all, Steve? Yeah, I don't know. It's getting harder and harder. Uh, Sci-fi spreading them out a little for us, but... I don't know. So let's jump into Van Helsing. All right. Episode five was entitled Fear Her. Vanessa, now in the clutches of Julius and his vampire brood, is forced to demonstrate her powers against someone from her past. Afterwards, she escapes, jumping from the frying pan into the fire. Meanwhile, the refugees discover a serial killer among the other residents 
and plot to wrestle control from Axel. In the aftermath, Mohammed is banished from the hospital. No! <laughs> this had a lot. I mean, yeah, we had kind of separate storylines. Yes, we did. And several of them. Yeah, yeah. It, and yet it all made sense and gelled. All right, so where do you want to start? Because, like I said, there's a lot happening this episode. Yes, there is. Let's start with Vanessa and Susan. So, if you remember, way back to episode two. two. Yeah, thank you, because I'm like, wait, when was the flashback? Susan is the neighbor that Vanessa beat the crap out of her male friend. Abusive boyfriend. I was going to say, was he a boyfriend? Was he a pimp? I don't know, because the way he was talking... (laughs) <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Beat the crap out of him. Well, Susan is a vampire now. Yes. And what the hell? I was surprised the way she was talking because obviously with the flashback, we see them being real buddy-buddy. But then here, Susan was just evil, talking all <laughs> sorts of smack. Yeah. That she had basically taken Vanessa's daughter and had some munchy times. I was going to say, yeah. Eating her? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's pretty messed up because obviously this is not going to sit well with Vanessa. No. And Julius is like, somebody fight her and see what she's really about. Really? Why don't you fight her, you big bad? You know, you're this Chicken. big monkey dude. Right, right. And you're not doing anything. You're like, oh, you do it. Nobody wants to do it. So Susan, vampire Susan, jumps in. Well, they fight. Pretty good fight, too. That was really well choreographed. Yes, it was. And then Vanessa's like, screw you, and she bites her. (laughs) Well, as we've learned, Vanessa has some kind of weird healing power, changes Susan back to human-like, because we still don't know if they're fully human yet. We haven't been 100% with that. No, that's still in doubt. Somebody needs to tell me what they think. (laughs) Yeah, we'd love to hear what you think. Fangirlzonepodcast at gmail.com. But then, like, Susan comes to herself, and they're still scuffling, kind of, and Vanessa's like, get ready to run. And they take off running, and they, what the heck? Okay, I, I don't understand. Are they in, like, a garage? What is this place? Because there are stairs that go down into, like, underground tunnels. Or do you think this was kind of, like, the city hub where maintenance workers were supposed to be? Probably. Because it just seemed really weird that all of a sudden it's like, there are stairs that go down into the tunnels. I'm like, what am I looking at? Into the sewer, right. Right. And Julius has a, what were we calling him, a feral vampire as like a pet. And nobody wanted to go down into the sewer. No. And that's that's saying a lot when a vampire doesn't want to go into the sewer. Right. So they apparently have been down there and know something is down there. Right. Which makes me worried because now our heroine is down in these sewers. Yeah. What the heck is she going to come up against? And of course, the easy way out is padlock. Right. So they got to go the other way. And what was with the weird fog coming out from under, like, the sewers? Could they make it creepier? I'm like, (laughs) I think you pretty much put the icing on the cake there. Yeah. So do you want to stay with them or do you want to bounce? Because we can talk about everything that happens in the sewer. (laughs) Might as well. All right. Because there was a lot of stuff. Which surprised me. Because Susan's just like, we don't come down here. There's things down here. Right. So we don't know what the heck's down there. They're trying no. to get away, and they're moving as quickly as they can. And Julius somehow talked two of the other vamps into going down. Very reluctantly. Right. They go down, they're chasing them, although there's a pretty good gap. I don't know how they got that far away that fast, but, you know, whatever. Unless the vamps were just that scared, and they were moving real slow. Real slow, yeah. Well, 
they try to get away, and all of a sudden you see one of the vamps get grabbed. Right. And disappears. I'm like, <laughs> there's, so there's something down there that's attacking everything. Right. It's not scared of anything, and you go, this is not good. No. And eventually there's a fight between Vanessa and this weird thing that looks like Gollum. Yeah. So it's another <laughs> type of vampire. Because it bitter. Or do you think it's something else? Something that was somehow transformed differently? Well, I still think it's a vampire. I don't know. The the claws that it had on it were, yeah, I guess it could be a, another strain of vampire, but it was pretty spooky. It was. It was creepy. <laughs> but they're off and running, and hopefully they'll get where they need to go. Right. I, I don't want to go too far, because I think I already started to slide into the next episode. Yeah. Because they go together so well. It's like the storylines just, like, mesh. You don't feel like there's a big break in between the story. No, not at all. So I apologize if I just slid into the next episode, what we're talking about both, guys. <laughs> right. All right. All about? right. Let's move over to Axel and Brendan. Oh, jeez. I'm just going to say John's an ass, even though we're not talking about him, because there is now tension with Axel and Brendan. Right. I think tension's a good word, although it's probably a lot worse than that. Well, yeah, especially after their own medic, who was injured, ends up getting killed. Yeah, that'll put a damper on your day. It's pretty messed up because we still, at this point, have no idea who the serial killer is. Right. This medic was killed and the finger was taken, too, correct? Yep. So that's how we know it's a serial killer. I am still all about saying it's John. (laughs) Just because he's such a douche. I'm sorry, guys. That's horrible, Um, but... It's either John or um, Flesh, one of the two. Really? I honestly thought it could have been Sam. Like, somehow there might be a little something in there. Yeah, I could actually... It wouldn't surprise me if it was Sam. Hmm, I guess we'll see how that pans out. But anyway, because of John blurting out that there's a serial killer. Yeah, basically, John just turned him over and made sure that Brandon was in charge. Right, and because Brandon's in charge, like, our people that we have come to know... All got locked up. Yeah, in the doc's cage when she was a vamp. Right, which is probably a really bad idea. But because John was talking so much shit, he ended up in there too. Because when he's like, you don't know which one did it, it could have been any of them. And then Brendan's like, slow head turn, you're right, in you go. (laughs) And I'm like, ha ha, that's what you get. Exactly. Jerky (laughs) McJerk face. Anyway, so... They're trying to figure out what's going to happen, and they're trying to get Sam to read the, read their lips to be like, what's going to happen? What are they saying? We got to figure out a way out of here. Well, they do figure out information, but... Yeah, a little bit, but basically Brendan and his group decide that, yeah, somebody's going to get tossed out, and they need to be the one who's the killer, so whoever's going to admit to it is going to get tossed. And of course... Muhammad first- actually... Admit, well, Axel admits it. Yeah, Axel admits it first, and then Brendan didn't buy it, and then Mohammed. And then Sam. Yeah. And, of course, you know, John's not saying anything, but oh. they're fighting about it, and Brendan decides it's Mohammed. And Mohammed is trying to explain to Sam what's going on. Don't worry, I have to go, I have to do this to save you guys. And this is why I'm like, could it be Sam? Could it, you know, because I really don't think it's Mohammed, because the one girl died when he was gone right so i don't think it's him right but i mean sam was really upset and yes 
you're going to be lucky if things change, he doesn't kill you all. Because he's got a bat. He's got rage. Yes, he could. Uh, Yes, I'm I'm loving the way Chris is playing Sam. You don't know what to expect because there's no telling what could come out of him. Right, right. (laughs) And it also makes me wonder, I mean, he's a, he's a great actor. If he spent a lot of time around deaf people just to learn how, when they do talk. Right. Because I have a deaf family member. And when he's talking, it, it does really remind me of how my aunt talked when she did. Yes, he's, he's nailing it. And how much work did he have to do to not respond to any noise? Right. Because, I mean, you can do so much, but sometimes you just involuntarily, like, jump when you hear like a bang so just that it, itself I, i'm wondering if they gave him some kind of earplugs to kind of help dampen you know kind of like they do with like zombie movies when they put right. their the contacts in and they can't see they really are shuffling because they can't see <laughs> so i mean I mean, he's done a really good job with this and so you know I, yes that was total yes, tangent definitely. but i mean i have Great. to give kudos to him okay then we get to <laughs> Shima and Rebecca. Like, this isn't weird. Yeah. And Shima is snuck in to Rebecca's lair to steal a set of blueprints. And the blueprints were to the power plant where they have the people working? Is that correct? I think that's Mm -hmm. where it was. Yeah, I think it was their their power. And I thought she almost got away. Yeah, it looked like she was going to get away and then, oops. So she got pulled out of the wall. Yeah. (laughs) And again, and I think we've talked about this before. What is it with TV and movies that the ventilation system, and I don't know why I said that really slow and weird, the <laughs> ventilation system, the ducts are so huge. Right. Because I know what mine is in this house. Okay, so. Right. Yeah, you ain't sticking, nobody's <laughs> getting through those vents. No, no, no. That's what cracks me up. I'm like, how are these vents so giant that both nice people can fit through <laughs> these? I could get like maybe a kitten. <laughs> tiny kid. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. Let's hope I don't get any other weird animals. But that's it, and I don't understand. It's crazy. And again, tangent. But have you noticed that? It's a it's a reoccurring theme in TV and movies. The vents are huge. It's, it's right. really impressive. Apparently, I, I don't understand ventilation. <laughs> well, I'm sure manufacturing facilities are going to have much larger ventilation because of the amount of heat that the equipment's going to produce so okay we'll just take it as as that because they're in some kind of not house right Uh, and actually the blueprints were to the first national bank and it contained a stockade of weapons which they figured can be infiltrated via an underground tunnel system oh okay yeah rebecca's creepy Oh, yeah. She's really pretty, but she's creepy. Laura Mendel is doing an, an awesome job with her as character as well. Okay, and did you figure out what the heck she was talking about when she's like, I know your smell? Like, I know, I recognize that anywhere? Oh, yeah. Okay, what? Because am I missing it? All their senses are height. Right. So sense of smell, taste, their strength, their speed. So... Yeah, it makes sense that once she gets somebody's smell... Oh, just that she remembered re- it. Right. Oh, okay. She remembered it. I thought, like, she knew this girl somehow. No, no. Oh, it was okay. from a, the previous episode where Shima was actually in the ventilation system. Okay. 
that's what I wasn't sure about. I'm, I'm thinking, did she know her from before somehow? What's going on? Right. Gotcha. So Shima's busted, and she's told <laughs> what that she can help or die, basically? No, she said, you can't say I'm not merciful. Oh, right, right. She lets her go, which you knew had to be a setup. Come on. Oh, well, of course. And why Shima didn't, but she's young, just like Mohammed is. And Now, is this supposed to be Mohammed's sister? Yes, okay. it is Mohammed's sister. I didn't know if we had figured that out for sure, or we're just... Yeah, right, yeah. Okay. I think think we're pretty sure that that, that is... Uh, Ooh, so this can turn into something completely different. Okay, enough conjecture. Right. <laughs> okay, so uh, that's kind of... That was it for it. episode five, because yeah. episode six kind of rolls right into where we left off. Yeah, where it's entitled Nothing Matters. That's not depressing or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Vanessa and Susan are pursued through the sewers by mutated feral vampires and arrive back at the safety of the hospital only to find the aftermath of a hostile takeover. Vanessa hatches a plan to take it back by force. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Okay, now they're saying they're actually mutated feral vamps, so they're already feral, and now they're right. like weirdly mutated, which we don't know why. Right. But apparently, they're feeding, like we said, on anything. So and everything, right? Vamp, human. Well, one attacks Vanessa, and it dies, and she's not fighting. before biting her leg. Yes, good bite too. But it yeah. scratched the heck out of her arm too, with like those weird mm-hmm. claws you were talking about. Right. And Susan is like, I can help you. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'll protect you because she protected Susan. So it was really sweet that that happened. Ugh. But it's like, I still, I'm weary because it's like, okay, is Susan really back to her normal self? Right. And she does say that, you know, that was just the bitchy vampire that was talking. That wasn't me. Your daughter's last time I seen her, she was safe. Right. So, I mean, we at least know that at some point she did see her daughter, and she was safe. So hopefully things are still good. Although, right. like last episode... Taken, <laughs> yeah, they had taken her to the police station. And when it finally dawned on me that if maybe whatever happened to Vanessa, you know, happened way back, then her daughter might be immune as well. Right. That light bulb went off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, after I've watched it. <laughs> I don't know. It was sweet and interesting. And then somehow... Vanessa knows what the codes are on the tunnels because of a bus route? I- well, she, she knew the locations of where the bus, because of the bus route, she recognized the numbers that had to be painted on, on some doors. So she knew where you go down a little further from where they were and it'll take them right on up. You know, she knew that there happened to be a, a way up. Okay. It still seems like she knows a lot about the sewers, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Well, she rode the bus. She she knew about the bus line, and I guess that one stop was her stop. So she apparently had seen that. Yeah, there was a way down into the sewers from that bus stop. Okay. Yeah, a little bit of a handway. Yeah. It's like <laughs> all right, but they make it back to the hospital. Vanessa is not healing. No. Nope. So Susan, you know, after they get inside, Susan's like, "We need the doctor." I love how everyone's not like. How did you get in? Why didn't we change the codes? What the hell is going on? It's like, okay, people, you have crazy vampires. You have people who might well be compromised out there, and you didn't change the code. Good for our people, bad for you. Yeah. (laughs) And let me say this, too, because Muhammad is banished. Muhammad knows how to get in from down through the garage. I'm kind of shocked he didn't try to find his way back in. Right. I mean, 
I thought he was going to and kind of like be the savior. Right. But that didn't happen. No. He's actually out there. Right. But he does return to the place where Vanessa was taken and finds her shotgun. Yes. So at least he's got some form of protection. Yeah, he has some weapons. But anyway, back at the hospital. So they get Doc. They pull Doc out of the cage to go help Vanessa. And of course, Doc has to kind of whisper and tell her what's going on and try to figure out how the heck she's not out. What's wrong with her? How the heck is she going to fix her up? Because she's just not healing, like I said. And they're like, all right, we got to find a way to do something. We'll work this out. I think I have a plan. And of course, Susan's like, whatever you need. And I'm kind of shocked that Brendan isn't like, you know, guys, I don't have any problems with you. You helped us. I can free them now that you're here. You're something. Right. But nothing came out of him that way. No, not at all. And and actually, when Catherine and Callie are out exploring. Oh, yeah. I almost forgot about this. And um, they come to a door that's marked keep out and stay out. And Callie walks right up to it and turns the door handle and. <laughs> almost had her head taken off. Yeah. Good thing she's short because she's a yeah. child. Yeah. It'd been Catherine, she'd been cut in half. Well, then Catherine's all ticked off about it, and she's like, mm-hmm. gonna tell Brendan. So Brendan is gonna go get Axel. It's like, well, what else is Booby Trap? Well, hello, there's vampires out there. I don't want them Ex- in here. Exactly. I mean, that's a stupid question. Of course, I have stuff booby trapped. Any way in is going to be right. booby trapped. Well, and Catherine's all ticked off. Well, she could have died. Why did you go where it says do not enter? Don't go this way. Turn, yeah, stay turn back now. Out. Kind of, <laughs> it's like, all right, if you're going to do something stupid, well. It's on you. Right. <laughs> but she's ticked. She's going to try to kill Axel, which she does. She does try to stab him. Oh, yeah. She does come back later and cuts him pretty good. Yeah. And can I just say, Brendan is kind of a crap leader because he is not rationing the food. He's like, whatever, eat. I know you guys are hungry. Hello, that's all the food you have. Yeah. Dumbass. I'm sorry. I had, uh, that was irritating me. Yeah. But there is, of course, a little bit of a turnabout at this point because Axel figures out how to get out of the cage. Right. Basically, Vanessa whispers in Doc's ear this plan and she, when she gets put back in the cage, she tells it to Axel. And so Flesh starts working on removing the grate. And Nicole volunteers. Right. And I, Again, I got a little worried when she's like, oh, I'll do it. I'm like, oh, crap. I don't know why certain characters just make you worried when they're like, oh, I can help. It's like, can you? Can you really? But there's a whole uh, turnabout with everything that happened. And unfortunately, some of Brendan's people didn't make it. Right. Yeah. Axel goes off once he gets out and cuts the uh, generator and the lights. So, uh yeah, that's a... He takes trip. about half of their crew out. Yeah, and I'm sorry, but with Brendan at that point, you don't have to do this. Really? You are sending us out to die. You sent Muhammad out without any weapons, without any food, with nothing. Right, like, and oh, they wow. were planning on executing the rest of them. Well, see, that's where the question is. That's what Sam said they were going to do, by reading right. their lips. Right, But we're not 100%, because Brendan's no. like, I never said that. Right. What if he really didn't? Exactly. But at this point, it doesn't matter because your people are done. Yep. Now, Vanessa convinces Callie to uh, play play hide and seek 
keep her out of harm's way. And unfortunately, by the end, she decides she'd rather be with the other people than with Vanessa. Now, I got scared that she was going to end up in one of the booby traps. Right. I was like, crap. <laughs> yeah. She ends up going because she thinks that Vanessa betrayed her. Right. And Vanessa can't do much because she's laid up in the hospital bed because she's got something wrong with her after that right. weird mutant vampire bitter. So last we see of Brendan's group is they're walking out the door. He did give them their weapons back, though, didn't he? I swear he did. Yeah, I think so. Because I, I want to say he said something along the lines of, this is more than you did for Muhammad. And he tells them, well, if you can make it out of the city, you guys might be okay. Yep. Yeah, that's not a death march, though. <laughs> Thanks, Axel. But, I mean... Well, at least they and Brendan's group ended up in a lot better place than uh, the Resistance. That's true. Because they go into the bank and... Well, it was a trap. <laughs> it's a trap! It's a trap, <laughs> yes. And Campbell and Shima are the, really the only ones that make it out alive. And that doesn't last long. No. Because Rebecca wants Campbell to provide her information about this person named Taka. Which, of course, you know, she's like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. And, well, it actually gave Rebecca information. Or I would never give him up. I don't know. It was something random, but he, she basically reinforced that, yes, he does exist. Yeah. The bad move, but what are you going to do? And Shima is still just kind of Shima. Yeah, scared to death. And now Rebecca tells her, you, you will lead us to the others now. Right. And, well, she can do it or she can die pretty much. We don't know what's going to happen. Nope. So is there anything else about these episodes that we miss? I know we kind of go through them quickly, and I get, like, nervous that we're missing stuff. Well, the very last scene, we see the doc cutting her finger and then right. sucking the blood and seem to be enjoying it just a little too much. I know, but it's like, this is when we're, we're wondering, are they fully human or not? Right. So. This goes back to show that, yeah, the ones that get changed may not be all completely human after all. Hopefully they'll tell us something. Right. Uh, I guess we have to wait and see. <sighs> all right. Well, as always, we ask you to rate and review us on iTunes and all the other platforms that you're finding us on. Because I know I'm on several. Yes, we are. We're on, I believe now we're on Spreaker and Stitcher and TuneIn and Google Play, and I'm like trying to remember them all. We're on a lot of them. So, yes, we are. SoundCloud. So, wherever you're finding us, rate us and review us because good ratings help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends. We hope you're enjoying the podcast, and we hope that you want to talk to us and tell us what your thoughts are on everything. Send us an email, fangirlzone at gmail.com. We finally got the Twitter at FGZ Podcast. So, you can tweet when one of us is on there with us, hopefully. Yeah. Words. You know, I, I'm no good at words lately. That's usually Steve because he's home during the show and I'm, I have to do it on a replay. Right. But I think at this point, you know where to find us, but make sure you go to fangirlzone.com. And Steve is all over. He's been doing, well, he has a little break. He's not doing his 12,000 Orphan Black podcast right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's coming back for the final season. Yes, it is. So you're going to hear him all over the interweb. Yes, you will. So as always, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to us. And for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, episode 46, I'm Sean Fangirlass. And I'm Steve. Who knows what's right and wrong in this new world?
Until next time.